This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. You're listening to the 97th episode of the Taylor Merrick Podcast, recorded on August 1st, 2009. Today you'll learn about what are your goals... Interview with Dale Beaumont, part two, and something big is about to happen. Welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast. Finances, business, technology. Here's your host... Taylor Merrick. Hey everybody, welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast. I am your host, Taylor Merrick, and this, my friends, is a 3-in-1 podcast, a.k.a. the Internet's most passionate internet radio show, and absolutely crushing it with every single episode. How are you today? Hope you are doing awesome. Hope you're doing well. Hope your week went well. Hopefully... It did with this crazy economy and everything that is going on, but big, big news. And if you are listening to this episode, you are the first to hear this announcement before I send it globally over Facebook and Twitter, but I am going to college in the fall. You heard it first here, folks. I would consider it not really college in terms of how college is assumed to be. I would consider it more of a um, accelerated learning process because I'm going to be going to a Verity College in less than a month. Actually, geez, where's this month gone? It's like three weeks, four weeks down the road. I'm going to be there already on campus, but I will be at Verity College studying business administration, communications, and computers, and I will be there for the next two years. Of course, I'll be home during the uh, Christmas, spring, and summer breaks, but I'll be gone for two years studying, and the awesome thing is that when I come out of that, I will come out of that with a four-year <laughs> degree and um, I'll have only paid a fraction of the cost. Think of the cost of college today. Take that, slice it in half, and take about a quarter off the top of that. And that's how much I'm paying, is the three quarters that are left behind. Very, very well worth this money. Well worth its time. 
while we're see, um, <laughs> believe me, it's going to be intense. They're taking a semester's long course and shoving it into two weeks, and you're testing out at the end. It's called clepping. For those of you who know what what it is, it's going to be an insane amount of clepping. But uh, yeah, that is what I am going to be doing, and why I am absolutely pumped. I, oh man, like the guests, the people, that speakers, the topics that I have lined up for not only this week alone, but for the at least next three weeks is going to be absolutely stellar. I hope you're tuned in and listening to it, taking notes, leaving comments, calling if you have any questions, which reminds me, if you have a question, comment, idea, anytime about anything that's been mentioned in the 97 episodes plus that I've been doing this show. Our comment line is still the same as it always was. Open 24-7, 365. All you got to do is pick up your phone, like I'm doing right now, punch in the numbers 1-866-867-2860. That was me putting my phone down. And you will be connected directly to the comment line where you can leave your comment. Now, if you're outside of the United States or you don't want to leave an audio comment, feel free to leave me an email, taylor at taylormerrick.com. I look forward to reading it, look forward to answering it on the show and helping to spread the information, helping to exchange the information between hands. So definitely looking forward to that. But that is the biggest news that I wanted to announce today. And before the show got started, now that it is done and over with, let's get started in the show content. You are listening to episode number 97 of the Taylor Merrick Podcast, sponsored by GoToMeeting. For finances, you'll learn about what are your goals. For business, interview with Dale Beaumont, part two. And for technology, something big is about to happen. Blueberry. This podcast is a member of the Blueberry Network. Blueberry. No East. That's Blueberry. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Dot com. Blueberry dot com. In this day and age, I cannot think of a better program to use to meet online, to have online meetings then go to meeting. Now, I'm not just saying that because they're my sponsor. I'm saying that because I am an avid fan and an avid user of the go to meeting platform. I use it on a weekly basis, not only for the events and trainings that I do, but also to attend events put on by my friends and those that I know in the uh, internet realm. And the awesome thing about GoToMeeting that I find most fascinating is that you no longer have to go and have like teleconference calls or like drive to a meeting to an event to sit down and watch a person pull up a PowerPoint presentation. You can actually sit on your computer and you can watch it right over your computer and with the telephone and the presentation, everything. It's an awesome experience, unlike any that you have ever had. 
Now, this is something that I want you to experience. Not just me. I've experienced it. I know the power inside GoToMeeting. And just, I don't know, I guess I guess call it a coolness factor. But I want you to experience this for yourself. I want you to have the same opportunity to see exactly what I've seen. And the way I'm doing that is I am providing you with a free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting. All you have to do to take advantage of this is go to gotomeeting.com forward slash tech podcasts. That's gotomeeting.com forward slash tech podcasts. I hope to hear about your awesome experience on the other side of it. And I hope you thoroughly enjoy the power that GoToMeeting can bring not only to you, but to your business and beyond. Finances. Change your mindset and start increasing that financial activity. All right, finances. One of the most look forward to topics, I guess I would think, in my mind, because this is something that is always, always coming up, especially if you are at a young age between the um, highly coveted 18 to 34 age range. Now, I'm not excluding those of you who are younger than 18. I am actually welcoming you into this area because this is something that you need to start understanding, start developing a sense and a knowledge for and start taking action because this is actually, (laughs) oddly enough, I'm figuring this out on my own as well, but this is something that you will start to be doing in your life later on when you have a family, when you have a job, when you have to deal with your finances. Yeah, if you want to say it in a way, it's kind of a necessary evil, but it, it can also be very fun if you know exactly what's going on, if you have the control in your finances and you're steering it in the exact direction of where you want it to go. Now, with this episode, I am actually going to help you out with that. Now, if you're starting out, whether you're going through some financial training or self-study or what have you, one of the key things that you need to have set are your financial goals. What are your goals? And the title of this segment, what are your goals? Now, not only do you need to have short-term goals, you also need to have long-term goals. A person does not get into a boat, does not get into a car, does not get into a plane without first figuring out okay, here's point A, where I am, and here's point B, where I want to be for the long term, but also for the short term, as for getting to, okay, now how do I make sure I get to this point, and to this point, and to this point, until I eventually reach point B, the final point. Something you need to think about, something you need to start implementing into your financial life if you haven't done so already, think about it. This is something you need to pull about a pad of paper and a pen, pencil, and start 
writing this information down. Where are you at right now in your financial life? Write down all that information, what, whatever information you want to include, such as income level, debt level, expenses, where you are at financially right now. And then what I want you to write out is your long-term goal for your financial life. What is your long-term financial goal ultimately that you want to reach? Is this going to be a passive income stream that will be generating an income for you so that you can live on it, ultimately move on to doing something that you enjoy doing in life? Or is it something that you want to see if you can blow the top off your debt and absolutely see how far you can dig a hole for yourself? <laughs> Obviously, I know you don't want that option, but it might be funny. But uh, either way, your long-term goal, I want to be generating an income stream of $100,000 a month by such and such a time. I want to be able to have this much in assets. I want my debt to be down this much if zilch by this certain time. Write that all down, document that all down, but also ask yourself another important question. How will you know when you have achieved it? Is actually, that question came off of um, Internet Business Mastery friends of mine uh, regarding to uh, internet businesses, but it still applies here. How will you know you have achieved that? Write that question down for your long-term goal and as well as answer it. Now you have your long-term goal. Now it's time to set your short-term goals, such as I expect this to happen on such and such a date. I would like this to be happening on such and such a date. And, um, if, you know, if you reach that point in time, the short term goals, and you're like, well, I just didn't make it. Well, you know, this is a time where you can start adjusting it based upon certain factors. It's just like, well, you know, I really only needed it to be a month farther and I would have had that level of income that I was going for in a short-term goal, or like, I was way off. I don't even know what I was thinking. It should have been at least a year off into the future, you know, because I don't know what I was thinking was. I, like, dunking my head in a pool for the fun of it or something? But, uh, yeah, also realize that short-term goals might move and adjust a little bit, but uh, within the uh, long-term, within the bigger picture, write both of those out your long-term goals, short-term goals. And I know this is going a bit long in the financial segment, but that's because I wanted to thoroughly explain, have you set your financial goals? If you have, awesome. Keep those in the forefront of your mind. Keep them as your driving force to, I want to be able to achieve this goal and be able to complete it so that I can move on to my ultimate goal, my long-term goal, my last goal that I really want to do in life. You need, if you're young, especially teens, 20s, guys, listen to me. You need to have this set in place and you need to have this something at least going on in the back of your mind 
if not every day, every week, to be able to be sure you're on track to achieving these goals. Because otherwise you'll just be spinning your wheels, burning yourself out and tiring yourself out, and generally not being happy with, well, your financial life. And that's a huge mistake and something that you can avoid by having a financial goals, having that set in front of your mind, and then moving forward. So I hope that has helped you. If you have any questions, if you're wondering about the technicalities, I am more than open to help you out with that. And more so at the cost of free. If you have problems with it, if you need help with some of the technicalities of that, I will literally, guys, bend over backwards for you. If you call me <laughs> on the phone or leave me an email regarding I need some help with the technicalities or I have a question regarding it or I have a comment or I have an idea regarding financial goals, number you can call, 1-866-867-2860. Email is taylor at taylormerrick.com. That will wrap it up for finances. This podcast is proudly listed at podcastpickle.com. Business. It's not about working harder but smarter. Now this tip I learned actually helped me take my business that much farther so that this is part two of the interview that I had with Dale Beaumont and I'm not going to hold you guys back any farther. Let's get started writing the content. Publishing all these books in a short amount of time and collecting all of these experts and gurus and these various fields and putting them all together into a book and so then that kind of led to you growing to uh get published secrets would i say a, a sub branch of that would be get published tv.com yeah yeah correct um we've got a course where we can teach people how to write and publish their own book because i just had so many people just ask me over the last five years how can they do it for themselves so i ended up putting together a whole home study program, which is available on the website, Get Published Secrets. So that has that has been there, but I just feel like there's, there's so many changes happening within the publishing world on like a weekly basis. So I decided in addition to having the course that I would give away a lot of uh, content to a TV show. And uh, there's no actual TV show out there for people that want to write and publish their own books. So I decided to start one. It's called Get Published TV, and it's getpublishedtv.com is the website. And uh, it's something that I'm, I'm really excited about, and I've had really good feedback because I give away a lot of information, a lot of content. So then another question that I would have for you, in going through all of these things in writing all of these books and in all of your experiences in, in the business that you've run, what would you say your biggest success would be? Well, well I, yeah, I suppose there's a number of things which I've, I've done in my life. Uh, before all of my, um, I suppose, uh, business, I was a, 
in the sport of uh, gymnastics and then competitive aerobics and competitive sports. So that was something that was a big achievement for me at the time. But uh, I think since then, it's been um, sharing um, my ideas and knowledge and also you know information that models people like Robert Kiyosaki and Tony Robbins and Mark Victor Hansen, uh, all of these um, I've been a student of for many, many years. So running seminars for young people has been something which I've really loved to do with now work with over 50,000 teenagers in five countries so to now receive emails from from these people you know that have now gotten into university and they never thought that that was possible or they've now started their own successful business or they've now bought their first investment property and they you know they keep saying you know your course was what inspired me to make these life-changing decisions and I'm on a completely different path so I suppose um, apart from the, the uh, business and financial success that I've had, I really feel that uh, that I've left a real legacy and, and uh, made a, a big impact on a lot of other young people, along with publishing you know, the 16 books as well. It's something that, uh, that I get a lot of joy and satisfaction from. Awesome. And then what would you say your biggest failure would be or, or something that happened that you really learned from and that helped you immensely in your in your life yeah i don't know if i've i've certainly had um you know failures from um you know different business ventures that i've tried that i put time into that didn't quite work out or that were really tough going again to sort of name those and and label them as 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 failures would, would maybe be an error because i think everything is a learning experience and um it makes you more prepared for the decisions that you're going to make in the future as well. So, yeah, I've made uh, different mistakes, you know, sometimes in business, you know, not having correct contracts in place or not uh, acting fast enough and, and, you know, allowing other people to uh, come along and start doing similar things. But but uh, I think a lot of those things are, are really uh, very trivial and in the grand scheme of life, you know, you're not going to get everything right. So, um, you know, I always say if we, all, if we had a time machine and every person would be a billionaire, you know, because you could all go back and say, you know, if only I was there at the start of YouTube or if only I was there at the start of Facebook and, or, or any, you know, other business venture for that matter. But, you know, you can't live your life always thinking, well, what if, what if I did this and what if I did that? You know, you've just got to do the best you can with what you know at that point in time and um, and, and not have any regrets because every everything that you do, good and bad, helps to create, you know, the, the character which is going to help you to achieve your future success. So, you know, someone once uh, said, you know, you've got to smash the revision mirror of your life because so many people spend their time looking backwards as opposed to, you know, looking out uh, the front of your, uh, of your, your car or vehicle because, um, you know, that's what's going to lead you to where you want to go. Yeah, and failures in the sense of learning experiences it's definitely yeah something that i view as um you definitely learned something and even with other great inventors and great geniuses they suffered through mistakes and they went through all these trial and error processes to figure out oh this is the thing but had they just gone ahead and and created this thing they wouldn't have been remembered as much as they had learning from the experiences of what they had done wrong and then continually improving and looking forward and pushing ahead to get to that goal, which is make the light bulb or make the telephone or things of that nature. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. 
And so then I guess my final question would be is what is one tip that you could share with uh, fellow entrepreneurs? I think uh, right now, um, the, the, you know, the biggest tip is getting involved in something that you really um, love to do and that you're passionate about. Um, I think that there are a lot of inspiring, a lot of entrepreneurs out there or want to be entrepreneurs and they just always looking at, well, you know, where's an opportunity to, to make money and they try something and they try this and they try that and they, and they may even succeed at it and do quite well, but they're inside, they're not really ever satisfied and happy. So for me, you know, if you're going to work hard, then at least work hard at something that you really love to do. Um, you know, so, so that would be my kind of you know final thought and also just uh, you know get out there and uh, and have fun along the way as well you know and take and take time to enjoy the journey because you know it's life yeah. is not all about uh, work you know we we work so we can live we don't live so we can work so um, that that's uh, my tip for today yeah and and I definitely echo with that of following your passion doing something that you're passionate about because we have so many people and in my end and what I dealing with is helping podcasters and helping bloggers get started and all of them keep saying oh well what should my blog be about what should my podcast be about oh how about how to make money online and i'm just like guys there are so many blogs out there and how to make money it, it it's almost stupid to go into that niche unless you can really differentiate yourself but then again that isn't your true passion is it what do you really like doing that sets you apart from others do that thing. Do create a blog, create a podcast about that, and it'll go a whole lot farther than just kind of doing something that um, you think you're good at, or, or or doing something that you might have an interest in, or do something because something everybody yeah. else is doing it. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. So then, where can we find you on the web? Again, I know we've dropped it a couple times, but where can we find you on the web for those if they are listening and want to get to know more about you? Well, I've got a, a personal website, um, so you may want to start there. I'm in the process of revamping the site, but it's uh, dalebeaumont.com. That's D-A-L-E and then B-E-A-U-M-O-N-T.com. You could also connect with me on, on Facebook by searching for my name, Dale Beaumont, and I live in Sydney, Australia. Or you could uh, find me on uh, Twitter under my name, Dale Beaumont. Or if you're interested in writing and publishing your own book as well, then check out getpublishedtv.com. Uh, that's getpublishedtv.com. And then there are links there about how you can join our fan page on Facebook or connect with us on Twitter so you can get updates when we release uh, new videos through the website. So um, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Taylor. I've really um, you know, enjoyed the opportunity. So, uh, and, and I want to congratulate you on all of the stuff that you're doing as well at such a young age. Well done. Thank you. And uh, it was a pleasure having you on the show, Dale. Thanks so much. Thanks again. That wraps up business. We'll be right back with technology. Technology. This is what happened today and is causing quite a stir. As for actually how to do this, now this gadget I thought was very neat today and I'll actually show you how it works. Alright, technology. Might be sitting there wondering, what in the world kind of a title is this? Something big is about to happen. Well, that's kind of general. It, well, <laughs> it's 
in kind of a, a roundabout way, it is. Reason being is because I don't know why I'm kind of getting the sense off of listening to Gary Vaynerchuk's keynotes, listening to a couple of his keynotes, also being able to take more of a hands-off approach because I've, guys, I've been in <laughs> digging my hands around a bit too much and just recently I just took my hands out for like a couple days, sat back and looked at the internet as a whole, looked at the economy as a whole and several industries to go along with that. I don't want this to be going too long, so I'll try to talk about this as briefly as I can. I wish I could speak longer at length about it, and if you want me to, let me know. Leave comments, call me, email me, either way, if you want to hear more about this. But this is something that has been on my mind and is starting to come to the forefront, but something big, I mean big, I mean something you have never expected is about to happen. See, the things on the internet are changing so fast, if you blink, you will miss it. You want me to give you a couple examples? Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, YouTube, Yahoo, Google, this goes on. Those are just the ones brought to the forefront of my mind right now. Google. Not even that long ago. Guys, I remember when Yahoo was like the default number one search engine to be on. Yahoo. And I remember all the little jingles and the Yahoo ads, everything that went along with it. Where is Yahoo right now? You're, they're basically non-existent, eaten up by Google. Same thing with MySpace. Oh, I hated MySpace since the beginning it came out. MySpace is more of a graphical designer type element type platform that I'm sorry, but too many people do not grasp it enough and thusly their profile pages are bad. They're just bad. Enough of my rambling. You hear about MySpace now? Nope. I for one am glad of it, and uh, I've been sitting here on the Facebook platform bandwagon, I guess if you want to call it a bandwagon, kind of sitting there like, hello guys, are you listening? This is going to be mm -hmm, big. You see where it is now? Big. Right? It is still growing. It seems Facebook is not slowing down, not stopping. Same thing with Twitter. Although Twitter, around in 2006, 2007, started gaining a little bit of popularity in 2008, and more so by the latter half of 2008, which is when I became more interested in it, because I could actually see through, well, my own experience, and you heard about it, about when I first found value in Twitter, was at the Expo, NME 08. That's when I saw it, which is when more people started noticing it. Really kind of independent about how I saw it, but it was kind of nicely how it went along with it, and it just popped. Early part of 2009, I was sitting there, 
And, and then all the celebrities are like, oh, well, you got to get on Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Yeah, we're all on Twitter now. And now all these people are like, oh, we well, use, use Twitter for following celebrities. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> don't even go there. Twitter is not for celebrities at all, period. Who in the world taught you about that? Told you that? Ugh. Twitter is so much bigger than that. You want to know what has helped to change my thoughts on this? idea about the internet being so big part of it was due to Gary Vaynerchuk's speech in Omaha and part of it was reading the book Free the Future of a Radical Price which I mentioned before but this book is just awesome the internet hasn't even hit 20 it is on the verge of exploding I know I'm not the first to say this, I know I'm not the last of it, but I am among the crowd of people growing daily saying, guys, something huge is about to happen. When, and I'm thinking this about in human terms, in human life, when does something big start happening in somebody's life? When do they, well, okay, with the exception of the, uh, with the brainchild who becomes popular at an early age, the majority of us hit it at 20 and beyond. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, roughly around there. Usually after 20. Majority of the time after 20. They hit it and it becomes huge. They become huge. Internet as we know it hasn't even, is roughly 14 or 15 years old as we know it right now. Oh, and I am looking forward to whatever happens. And I'll be the first one on there figuring out what's happening and what's going on. And thusly keeping you guys up to date in the tech world. As I love keeping my fingers in it and what's going on. But yeah, it was fun to take my fingers out for a bit and see. Oh, this is a big picture. But yeah internet it's going to pop soon it's on a verge it's sitting right there in the book free the future of a radical price they're talking about google and google using google voice to be able to track pronunciations of names of businesses speaking patterns speech patterns accents things like that and you want to know what i thought in my mind in kind of a geeky nerdy way and for those of you who huh, follow along with that, artificial intelligence that not only understands you and what you said, but also responds back to you in a natural human voice. Okay, scary, I know for some of you, but awesome if you are a geek, of which I am, so thusly I think it's awesome. <laughs> Can you see the applications? Not only that, but also in dictation, you won't have to spend all this time with the computer getting used to your voice and training your voice. You'll just be able to speak, and it'll start dictating. You'll just go, boop, 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 boop. oh, rarely having to correct anything. And also having computers being able to talk back to you in a natural human voice, inflections, accents, everything, and you being able to talk back to it and it understanding you. Cool way cool but also interestingly enough 
I was having a conversation with my dad's friend. Well, actually, it was just like me, my dad, my dad's friend. We were all sitting there talking. And they're, my dad and his friend, they're involved in the auto industry. And they brought up a very interesting point. One, my dad's friend said something along the lines of, this auto industry is going to be completely different within the next 10 years. I don't even know if these old, when he's talking regarding clunkers and old collector's items, he's, I don't even know if they'll be able to run anymore, if we'll even be using gas anymore. It's, it's changing that fast. Something big is about to happen. Do you see the big picture? Have you actually sat back to look at the big picture and see how all of these things are changing Oh, internet, when it came out, like, literally, the instant it came out, and I'm not going to bang the table because I'm going to knock over my mic, but the instant the internet came out, it killed television. It killed radio. It killed print. And it brought along with it a social revolution, a culture change, unlike any that has happened upon the face of the planet before. Okay, now I know for some of you saying, oh, there's nothing new under the sun, but if you're looking at it in that kind of a way, but also just like step back with it and say, okay, yeah, it's repeating itself, but it's doing so in this new, interesting way. This is just awesome. I can't even wait to see what happens. I don't know about you, but I know I am definitely looking forward to whatever happens on the technology world. And I'll be keeping you informed. I'll be keeping you up to date, as usual, as I love doing on a weekly basis. And um, if there is a comment you would like to leave, if there is a question that you have, if you see something big is about to happen as well, leave a comment below. For the show notes, episode number 97 on taylormerrick.com, if you would love to. Otherwise, you know, you can respond to it back to me on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, or you can call our toll-free comment line, 1-866-867-2860, or you can send me an email, taylor at taylormerrick.com. That will wrap it up for technology. Thanks for listening to this episode in the Taylor Merrick Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, ideas, or want to continue the conversation, call toll-free. You can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or taylormerrick.com. One last thing before I go, see you on Zerdar Zijahavas. Oh no, going to college means I have to drink coffee, doesn't it? But I love soda. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. 
Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.